Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630-CHAD. Everything we've done since training camp is we want to earn the right to be a playoff team. Richard Lovesame! Mike Smith! A game saver! And he got run over by Zach Cassian. He like one of those top teams, and we're working our way to that level. Connor McDavid danced around Morgan Ryan. Denied by Smith, who saves the game again. Josh Archibald wins the game! My message today is we're trying to win. One-timer score! This is Ryan Eugene Hopkins. This is Oscar Platt. This is Leon Dreisaitl. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot Z-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers. 780-496-0063. That's our Ashley Fine Floors text line. Ashley Fine Floors ready for your kids' pre-game warm-up. The National Basketball Association postponed their games yesterday at about 2 o'clock just as we were going off the air. The number one ranked Milwaukee Bucks in need of just one win to advance into the second round of the playoffs. They decided not to take the court in protest of another police shooting of an unarmed black man in the United States, Jacob Blake. You've probably heard about this by now. In response to that holdout, the league postponed the other two remaining games, and those teams had identified that they would not be taking the courts either. So three games on yesterday's schedule, they don't go off. Then there was the call as other leagues started to respond, the WNBA They didn't play last night. Major League Soccer decided not to take the fields. The NHL did play, and that drew the ire of some. And there's others who say that they shouldn't necessarily be obligated 
to protest in the same way that other leagues are, simply because they're also a sports organization. To be honest with you, I didn't like some of what I was seeing on Twitter. I didn't like it. I I thought the league was taking an inordinate amount of heat from white journalists, taking the opportunity to take a shot, and I just don't believe that that was their ground to stand on. The people who we need to be listening to right now are the people of color in other leagues and the people of color in the NHL. You know, and and this is, we're just, this is off the top, people. This is a frustrating, it's a difficult conversation to have to have, but it is dominating not only the sports world, but the rest of the news cycle as well. Today, today it seems like there's strong talk that there won't be games played. In fact, the Hockey Diversity Alliance, which was formed in response to the murder of George Floyd earlier this spring, they they have submitted a formal request. We don't want to play tonight's games. This is coming from Evander Kane, Anthony Duclair. Uh, go down the list. Again, I say this is not the time in my opinion, for for white journalists to be criticizing anything. This is time for people to be listening to what those who are being marginalized are asking for. And if the players in that dressing room were asking for their teammates to sit out in solidarity last night, then that's exactly what they should have done. If they are asking their teammates tonight not to play, to send a message financially, socially, then that's what they need to do. I don't believe it's incumbent upon players in the National Hockey League to sit there on social media and have to listen to, I'm not going to name drop, but there was several, both Canadian, American, mostly Caucasian reporters, saying that they were wrong for what they did last night. How could you possibly identify right or wrong right now in this situation? Not being in those shoes. So to me, the best thing that we can do right now is listen to the voices of those marginalized and those selected to represent those marginalized, a.k.a. the Hockey Diversity Alliance. We will monitor this situation as we move throughout the course of today's show. We're going to have conversations with Brian Burke and with George LaRock at 135 about this. And I just want to ask George, you know, how did you feel last night? As a black man, as somebody in sports media... Watching what happened in the NBA, watching the NHL's response or lack thereof, how did you feel? We'll find out at 1.35 as part of our truculent Thursday lineup here on Oilers Now. No Louis DeBrusque this afternoon. A bit of a late cancellation there. We're working on something for 12.35, but obviously plenty to talk about uh, in the absence of the big fella. 105 for our friends at Canadian Power Pack. Alberta's leader in electrical construction and service, electrical prefabrication and solar, Brian Burke. And Berkey's been covering uh, plenty of the playoff action, so we'll get his thoughts. Thoughts uh, in addition to uh, what unfolded last night, of course, on some of the games that are going on. If you're tuning in a little late, uh, NHL and NHLPA are having meetings today. It's not believed that the league is going to change its stance on playing tonight unless the movement is coming from the players. So to everything that I just said, that's sort of the route that I'm happy that they're taking. But also, 
The Hockey Diversity Alliance has asked that they don't play tonight. So we will see that on that front. Um, again, I said you can text us 780-496-0063. That's also our River Cree Resort Casino hotline. River Cree back up and at it with over 1,350 slot machines and multiple dining options, including the brand new Italia. The River Cree Resort and Casino excitement, bet on it. Uh, I am on Twitter at Brendan Escott. That's Brendan with an E. The show is at Oilers Now and Cody on the other side of the glass is at Janner31. So, um, those are the news. That's the news of the day. Are, are they going to play? Aren't they? Should they have played? Should they not have played? One of the voices last night um, on this topic was former Oiler, former Canuck, Anson Carter. And he's really coming into his own as an analyst on the NBCSN broadcast. A lot of respect for what he has to say inside and outside of the context of, of racial inequality. Last night, he had about a minute long um, worth of reaction to the fact that he believes that they were in the right to play last night. So let's let's hear what Anson Carter had to say as we dip into the Oilers Now Audio Vault. That's brought to you by Direct Workwear, where safety meets savings in Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. Again, all credit on this to NBCSN, uh, but this is very important, in my opinion, for the hockey world to hear right now. Here's Anson Carter. To be honest with you, Liam, I'd be okay with NHL players playing. I would look at my guys around the room and say, I'm okay with us playing. But I understand the Bucks. I understand the Brewers because that's close proximity to where Kenosha is. So I understand the relationship that they have with those communities. But when it comes to NHL players, I'm okay with them not protesting. I'm okay with them playing the game, continue to play. And also the, the league has went about their business and identified and acknowledged what has happened also. But my focus right now really is what are we doing about it? Yes, we could protest, we could sit out, but what change are we actually trying to do? Now, if you could protest and you go about your business and nothing really changes, then what's the sense of protesting? So the focus really should be now on what are we doing to change? Like in Atlanta, where I live, State Farm Arena now has been opened up as a polling center because voter suppression yep. is, is real in the South. Like that's some things that you could see NHL owners or NBA owners doing to try to make things different. Yeah, powerful night. Let's hope some positivity comes from it. And, and I think that's exactly uh, the point that the NBA players, if, if my understanding of their message and their goal is correct, um, they're, they're pushing to have their ownership and their political influence be more proactive in helping out these minority communities south of the border, particularly in the south part, in the southeast part of the United States, where it seems that voter suppression, and again, I can't say this with any definitiveness. Number one, I'm a sports guy. Number two, I'm Canadian. But, you know, you read enough stories from enough sources, and I can't stress that enough, sources... And it seems to be a very real thing. So they are trying to say to their owners who they know have the dollars and the connections to accomplish the goals that the average citizen cannot. They are saying we need these arenas open to combat the voter suppression that's been going on down there. But also, excuse me, but also... Everything that they had done between the time of George Floyd's death and those initial protests and right now, when over the weekend, yet another uh, video was widespread in very similar fashion of police brutality, right? It's 
<laughs> it's not something that necessarily even needs an opinion to break down. The video is there. You decide for yourself how you feel about it, but the players have decided that that is an indication that what they were pulling for in the first place has not been addressed to the level that they need to see it addressed. And so they're continuing to take action. Heavy stuff. Jared Bednar's Colorado Avalanche were on the ice last night as we continue in our Oilers Now audio vault for our friends at Direct Workwear. Minnesota's Matt Dumba, San Jose's Evander Kane, I've mentioned them. They are founding members of the Hockey Diversity Alliance. They are calling on white players to take action about racial injustice. There is what I was waiting to hear. Colorado Avalanche head coach Jared Bednar says, however, his players last night in particular never mentioned anything about joining in on the protests. I can't comment on what everyone was thinking. Um, You know, no players had come to me and said, hey, we're thinking about not playing or anything. And uh, so, you know, it was kind of business as usual in our room. So how on earth can I sit here and be at peace with the fact that white journalists are criticizing the league and its players for not taking action? Pierre-Edward Belmar is in that dressing room. Ryan Reeves is in the Vegas Golden Knights dressing room. And I just have a really hard time believing that that team would listen if, if Belmar or Reeves said, guys... I am hurting right now. You know what? This is this is too much. This is not what we have been trying to advocate for over the last several months, last several years. It's not being heard. Will you sit out with me? Are you honestly going to try and convince me that the 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 brotherhood and the in sports in general would not be behind their teammate? Bednar's saying that his teammate didn't suggest that last night. So how on earth can you sit there and criticize? Tonight is a different story because now we've heard their peers say, guys, we want your support tonight. We'll see if there's any hockey to be played. We'll press pause NHL today. Coming up on the other side of it, we'll review a little bit of last night's action as well. Brendan Escott, Cody Jansen, all week on Oilers Now. It is 12.22 in Edmonton. Appreciate you sticking around through that first, uh, the opening rant, I suppose I'll call it. I mean, to me, this is the type of thing you can't let slip into the background obviously and we're talking about not playing hockey games tonight um that's far from slipping into the background just quickly here cody um the point that was made against the nba players holding out is the fact that uh, and this was a pretty good point i think it was um i think it was it doesn't even matter who it was if they are not on the court eventually the messaging will sort of fizzle out and fade away, right? You got to figure, unless there's enough financial impact that it, that it floats into the headlines still. But, um, you know, the best way for athletes to keep on the forefront of people's minds, of course, is to fulfill the roles that they're in. So that would be the other side of the argument for those texting in saying, um, you know, what are you doing? There's better ways to go about this. The attention is what was garnered last night, again, because... I mean, evidently there wasn't enough of it to to enact serious change in the four months since this has started. Anyway, um, <laughs> Cody, NHL Today. It's brought to you by Elite Promotional Marketing, your local branded merchandising specialist. Head to ElitePromotionalMarketing.com. There's the headlines. What else is happening? 
Well, let's start this a couple minutes ago, Drake, from Pierre Lebrun. He said more than 100 players in the bubble had a call with Evander Kane and Matt Dumba this afternoon. Those two, of course, big voices in the Hockey Diversity Alliance. Um, according to Andy Strickland, um, he reported that in both games, both hub cities going to be cancelled tonight. So that's where his reports are coming from right now. Let's take a look at some transactions, though. Winnipeg Jets forward David Gustafson's been loaned back to his home country of Sweden. He's going to start in the All-Svenskin before likely coming back over once again when the NHL starts up. I believe we played 22 games last year. And Alberta product Nick Merkley as well, also heading overseas. Uh, the Devils have loaned him to Sot of the Finnish Elite League. Yeah, it's almost functioning like uh, like a preseason setup. The way that teams have been, um, you know, working those relationships with the European clubs on that front. A couple texts here at seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Quinton says, "Why do people believe that the only proper response to the shooting is to shut sports down? The only way this response makes sense to me is if the owners of the sports teams and the fans are responsible for this event." Those are the people who are harmed by boycotting sports, not racist police officers. Uh, Herm says NHL players and owners need to have meaningful meetings over the next... Hang on, don't jump on me. It totally just jumped away on me. There we go. Meaningful meetings over the next weeks and come up with an action plan stopping the games after all the work that's been done to make this happen in the world. Um, that, that's a fair point. And it, we were praising yesterday the work that's been done on so many fronts to keep these bubbles as tight as they have been. Um, it would be a shame, but also I don't fault the athletes for taking the platform that they have. That's what I just did for the first 15 minutes of this show. Realistically, I, I'm typically if I'm not behind the microphone right now, it doesn't matter, right? But but the platform is there, right? Texture says you're damned if you do, and you're damned if you don't. That's the bottom line. AMFM says if pro sports athletes do not wish to play, I certainly don't feel obligated to listen to them voice any kind of message out loud. My life is not defined by watching or attending sports events. If there's no sports to watch, I'll gladly move on to something else. It is a Oh boy, the texts are coming in so fast and furious, you guys, which is great. It's it's jumping them around on me. Uh, if there's no sports to watch, I will gladly move on to something else, says AMFM. It is a big multimedia universe out there. I have options. Heck, let the millionaire sports athletes buy billboards and radio and TV to bring their message, and I still might not listen or watch. A lot easier to hear the black voices and the, and the voices of those asking for help when there's not uh, a basketball game on, some might say. But then you also have a very captive audience when you do have the players on the floor. Decades-long controlled uh, large cities by controlled... <laughs> Decades-long controlled cities controlled by Democrats have done nothing for black. Trump, what a mess. Business burnt. Uh, mostly blacks who suffer. I love sports, but this isn't really necessary. So, you know, Cody, it seems like the common theme on the text line right now is that the listeners are saying, just get all and, and play. And sort of... I'm not saying that these people or textures are asking for separation of sports and politics, but... That's the easy way out of this. That's how it's been to this point. That was... I'm so sick of the word unprecedented, but unprecedented last night? Completely. So, sitting here and pontificating, you know, about right and wrong is is 
you can only say so much. JJ says, don't blame the NHL on not protesting. Blame it on the players. If this social issue means anything, then step up personally. You'll have your your back covered by social media if the league or team or owners of that team impose fines or are opposed. Uh, Another texter says, I do wonder about whether the burden of leadership on this issue must solely reside with the people of colour in the league or if at a time like this we must all stand up for these issues. I had no problems with person of uh, colour or any colour or creed making statements suggesting the NHL players should not be playing. You have something to say on that? Well, I think you kind of hit the nail on the head there. And I think for the players' perspective is they're trying to use their platform the best they can. And that's why they came back. That's why you see, you know, all the messaging out there. I think from their perspective, this this strike or boycott, as you want to call it, is they don't feel that the owners, the management are doing their part. That's where I feel that the players' frustration is coming from. Ken says, this is politics, not hockey. Couple more minutes and I'm not listening to your show any longer. Ken, I don't care today because that's way, like what we're having this conversation about is far more important, is far more important than that. You make your choice. We're off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Reed Wilkins going to pinch hit for us coming up after that at 1235. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.